This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Go check out our links in the description and listen to more of our podcast that might be more to your liking. Now sit back and enjoy this very hot episode of My Friend's Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by Reddit user Lelo Yemen. The title of the story is The Reddit Poll That Changed My Life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Are you done pooping yet? I need to shower. My sister says from outside the bathroom door. Hold on a minute, jeez. I say before scrolling through Reddit some more. A poll comes up. Would you want a list of everyone who ever masturbated to you? Obviously, I think, and submit my answer before continuing my toilet scrolling. A couple minutes later, I finish up in the bathroom and leave. Rushing past my sister who wastes no time getting in there. I head back into my room, right across from the bathroom, and slide down into my chair. But something is off. My desk has always been a little messy, but not so messy that I can't tell something's different about it. I scan it over. A notebook, small and slender, with a simple black binding. Not mine. I open it to a random page. Empty. I flip to the front. Only one page has been used. It's a small table. It looks handwritten with a pen. But the content is odd. Names, dates, timestamps, counts. At the top of the list, Maya Vaughn. My sister. Date, today. Timestamp, right now. Count, 25. My brain flashes to the thought it's the list. But that's obviously impossible. So I file that away and look to the rest of the entries to determine what on earth this thing is. The next entry is my ex-girlfriend. The date next to her name is from about six months ago. About three months before we finally broke up. Her count was 18. Next is a female coworker of mine, Akka the most obnoxious coworker in the galaxy. I hate her, and I'm pretty sure she hates me, too. Her date is from a couple weeks ago, and her count is 7. The next is a guy this time, an old friend of mine from college. A friend I always suspected was gay but never confirmed. His entry dates from 2 years ago, around college graduation, and his count is a mere 4. The last entry is for a girl I had had a crush on in high school, dating from junior year. A count of two. Missed opportunity, A. I think. Well, no, because this is definitely not the list. Was this a weird prank by Maya? If so, what's the prank exactly? Weird me out mildly with a list of five people I know and meaningless data next to their names. I place the notebook on a shelf and try to push it from my mind to go about my life. Over the next week, I notice the count next to Maya's name keeps going up. Almost every single day. Even when I hide the notebook in places no one could possibly find it. And every time I pass her in the hall, she skirts past unusually quickly. Every time I try to make eye contact with her, she blushes and looks quickly away. I know plenty of people struggle to hold eye contact, but she was never this way. And Maya had never seemed so flustered and avoidant before. But most concerning to me is that Maya's been wearing subtly more revealing clothing around me. It's no over the topo. I just love walking around in my matching lace lingerie set. But I've read these forums enough to know that when a girl conveniently and consistently wears boobier than normal necklines and leggier than normal hemlines around you. Something's up. 
especially when she's seemingly always got some cute pink lipstick on. Her nails are freshly painted coral, and she's wearing those velvet chokers a lot more than ever before. Suffice to say, my suspicions about that list are up. The impossibility of it be damned. But this is still my sister we're talking about here. My little sister. Adopted. Sure. But I still see her as that cute but incredibly annoying little sister whom I grew up with. I ain't into the whole Alabama Roll Tide lifestyle, even if we aren't technically genetic siblings. If she's got a little crush going on with me, it'll run its course eventually. I'll just do my own thing, stay out of her way, and let her do her own thing till then. I'll probably be in my 50 seconds and still weirded out to know Maya masturbated furiously to me in her college years. But somebody's gotta be the responsible adult here. After a couple awkward weeks, with both of us weirdly avoiding each other, I decide to stop acting so weird about it and just go back to acting normally around her again. It'll still run its course this way, and the notebook won't be controlling my life anymore. And maybe she could be grounded herself, too. Maybe a return back to our normal sibling relationship would help snap her out of this phase. Conveniently, a couple buddies of mine and I had been planning our annual cabin next to a lake in the mountains weekend getaway for this weekend. And they'd always extended an open invitation to Maya or my ex, back when we were together, to come along, although I'd never taken them up on it. This time, I invite Maya to join, telling her to pack for swimming. Friday evening, my buddies Steven and Tom, as well as Steven's girlfriend Clara riding shotgun, pull up to our curb. I notice an immediate problem. Steven notices, too. My dude, I didn't realize Maya was coming this weekend. He slaps his hand on the driver's side door gesturing to the compact sedan. I downsized to this car a few months back to save on gas, plus my old one. Well, its time had come. With Steven and Clara in the front, Tom in the back, and the middle seat filled with sleeping bags and snacks, there's only one rear seat left. Steven speaks up again. It's tight, but I think you two could probably squeeze in the back seat. Does that work? I'm not sure you're exactly supposed to drive around with two people stuffed into one seat. I said, nah, it's fine. It's quiet out tonight. Once we're out of town, it's just empty mountain road. He paused a moment. And besides, I'm the one who'd get ticketed, not you. It's a little iffy to me, but fine I guess. I ask Maya if it's fine with her. Well, I'm small, so I can probably fit. Her cheeks turned a soft pink as she said it. We quietly cram ourselves in, and she sits very tentatively on my leg as far away from my torso as humanly possible, given the cramped space. As we peel away from the curb, Maya keeps her eyes fixed on the road ahead, and I gaze off out my window, where I intend to hold my gaze for the next several hours. I spend the next hour or so trying to distract myself with thoughts about work and if this all meant that that incredibly obnoxious female coworker of mine secretly had the hots for me. I say trying to, because, as petite as Maya is, having her sit on one leg for over an hour does have a rather profound numbing effect. One by one, Clara, Tom, and Meyer all doze off. It's the last one that I notice the most, as Maya slumps back onto my chest, and her head falls onto my bicep, and her butt had somehow scooted fully onto my lap. While my leg is enjoying its newfound freedom and blood flow, I'm now painfully aware of another kind of blood flow I very much do not want. With Maya's head rested on my bicep, her exposed neck is right below my nose. The scent of her raspberry perfume fills my nostrils. Her chest softly heaves up and down, pressing against my chest rhythmically. I now notice she's dressed in a very fitting sundress, baby blue and emblazoned with sunflowers all over, spaghetti straps and a low-cut neck. I can see her halter bikini top tied at the back of her neck, sunglasses clipped onto the front of her dress, 
revealing a touch more of her cleavage to my view. Fuck. Every law of the universe is supposed to stop you from being attracted to your sister. But if you've ever had a really cute, petite girl seated right atop your cock, her fruity scent intoxicating your brain, and a bumpy road jostling her about in your lap, you'd know there's no way to stem the surge of impure thoughts running through your head and the rush of blood to your other head. My dick stiffens, right between her legs, in my swimming trunks. It sticks out like a sore thumb. I place both my hands on her hips in a vain hope to shift her away. Maya stirs, lifts her head off my bicep slightly, freezes. Oh no, everything's gonna be screwed up. Woken up with cock against your pussy and hands on your hips. There's no pretending, no explaining my way out. Just a lifetime of awkwardness, at best. But then Maya moves a bit. Mount off me, though. Settle. Then she moves a bit more, and a bit more back and forth on my cock. She's grinding on me. I grind back. I check for Steven and Clara and Tom, and they're all still driving and asleep, respectively. Slowly, I lean my head forward and press my lips against Maya's neck. Soft, warm, and just a tinge of sweat. She nuzzles her head back into me and grinds harder. After a few minutes more of grinding, she reaches a hand under her dress and pulls my dick out the front opening of my trunks. Maya gives it a few gentle strokes, and I pull her hips tighter against my stomach. Then she pulls her bikini bottom to the side and slips my member inside her. Her body grants me a warm and wet welcome, and her muscles hug and squeeze and pulse against me. I thrust in. Maya grinds harder on me. My hands firmly guide her grinding. I press her down and thrust myself up all the way to the hilt. Together we form a rhythm, slow but intense thrusting and grinding. Our bodies need this. They need each other. Every ounce of my body needs to be inside Maya. And her gushing juices and stifled whimpers tell me the feeling is reciprocated. My cock was made for this moment. It was made to fill up Maya right now. In this car, consequences be damned. I can't last long like this. My balls are tightening. And my dick is rod-like and oh-so-sensitive. I know I'm going to burst soon. Very soon. I whisper the first words between us since we got in the car. I'm close, Maya. She whispers back, just come inside. That's all it takes. My hands gently slam Maya down onto my cock one last time. I thrust as deep into her as I can go. And I begin to spurt. Huge pulses of cum shoot out of me. Deep into my little sister. And she whimpers like she'd been wanting this for weeks. Her walls clamp down on my member as if to ensure a good seal. As if to ensure all of my load remains deep inside her. And her hands clamp down on my wrists to hang on tight. Eventually, my climax subsides and my balls are spent. I really just fucked and came inside my little sister. And I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Maya rests her head back down on my bicep to fall asleep, whispering to me, it's going to be a fun weekend. That was one hot sexy story from our friends. Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friends erotic stories.